So Heather, you've been in Kelowna for about 12 years. Tell us how you came to Kelowna. Absolutely. Um, I was lucky enough that my grandmother would take me and my cousin um, on road trips from Edmonton to Kelowna almost every summer. And I loved it. Um, I've probably been on that highway more times than I care to admit to. (laughs) Um, But Kelowna was just a second home. I remember calling Gyro Beach the Apple Beach and just having such fond memories. Nice. Um, I had the chance to, I was living in Lethbridge at the time, and it was stay there and go to college there, Mm -hmm. or come to Kelowna and go to college. (laughs) It was a no-brainer to come to Kelowna and go to college. Right. (laughs) What's wrong with Lethbridge? There's nothing wrong with (laughs) Lethbridge. I had just been there for many, many years, and I needed a change of scenery because I am not a farm girl. Nothing wrong with that. That's just not for me. And where, where did you grow up? I was born in Calgary, but I was raised in Edmonton and then Lethbridge for my teenage years. I see. And how has it been for you in Kelowna for the 12 years so far? It's been wonderful. Uh, the first couple of years were hard because I just I didn't know anyone. Um, but after I started going to college and I got my first job, um, I started meeting people left, right, and center. And it was just a great way to build my own little community within our community. Mm-hmm. Nice. So tell us what you're doing now. I know you're in personal finance and networking. Tell us about your career and how you got started. Absolutely. Um, When I was trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up, Mm -hmm. I actually loved fashion merchandising. I had worked in the malls for five years, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to go, and I'm going to just work in the mall my whole life. Mm -hmm. Then I got some amazing advice from a career counselor at Okanagan College who said, why don't you just go into business and just do a general major? So I did. And within about my first semester, I want to say two months in, I learned about the co-op program that they had there. Mm -hmm. And I got my first job with HSBC as a teller. Wow. And I ended up absolutely loving it. Stayed there for about a year. Went to National Bank Financial as a cold caller for a local uh, financial planner. If anyone has ever done cold calling, they know I did not last very long. (laughs) Because that was back before the do not call list. And I was literally going through the phone book. (laughs) Wow. I did that briefly, too. And that's very difficult. Very difficult. Luckily, no one yelled at me, but it was very (laughs) awkward. (laughs) Right. Um, Then I was lucky enough to get on with CIBC. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a very tenacious person, so when I don't get what I want, I tend to find out how I can get what I want. Yeah. And I ended up leaving CIBC for um, Interior Savings Credit mm-hmm. Union, wow. where my career just took off. I'm so grateful for the eight eight years that I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, then I went to another credit union, which was wonderful as well, but then I was getting itchy feet and I needed to pursue my career the way that I wanted to pursue it and not mm-hmm. being told when I could do something. Right. Um, I think that's the Albertan in me as well as being an only child. Right. <laughs> um, so I became private and I went to investors group. And in the year that I've been there, I've earned my insurance license and I am now able to help my clients from A to Z. And it's amazing. Right. Such a good feeling. So investors group, you've got like a protocol Mm -hmm. and 
but you you set your own hours, you get your own clients, you've got a lot of freedom, yes. right? Tell us a little bit about how that works. Yeah, it's wonderful. Um, they teach you what you need to know as far as their products and and the support that you get. If I ever have an issue with paperwork or if I ever need anything, they're always right there to help me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I set my own hours. I get to work at 5 a.m. if I really wanted to or at midnight if I really wanted to. I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am a little bit of a workaholic, but at the same time, I love that I can work from 8 a.m. to noon and then have three hours to do whatever errands I want or mm-hmm. anything like that and then pick up in the evening and have evening appointments with my clients. Yes, mm-hmm. I totally agree. I'm the same way. <laughs> I love to work hard every day and also have fun every day so even Sundays I might work for a couple of hours and uh, then I'll go do something fun with my kids or by myself or whatever so it's really nice I I really like that uh, lifestyle yeah and I do have to say Investors Group has been incredible to me they really want you when you start to become a financial planner certified financial planner so I am in the midst of doing that right now and hopefully by 2020 I will be. Nice. So you you are an insurance agent, licensed, and you're working on your certified financial planner. Yes. That takes a couple of years. It does, unless you're doing it the way that I'm doing it, and you're doing the accelerated program, ah. where it's sped up, and I will be writing my second level CFP November of 2019. Wow. So I have a lot of work ahead of me. Yeah. And I'm so blessed that I am working for them so that I have the freedom mm-hmm. to make money with my clients, help them with their financial goals and plans, um, study, and still have a life. Yeah. <laughs> I want to ask you about being self-motivated and self-starting. Um, I think it's kind of a human condition, especially in our age of distractions, to procrastinate. Or, you know, procrastination isn't necessarily being lazy. It's like we get sidetracked with stuff. Like we've got a ton of stuff to do every day. And we think, well, this is a two-year course or a year and a half course. I'll pick this up later. Like one day is not going to make a difference. And then the days and the weeks roll by. And we're way behind. So how do you cope with that as basically a self-employed person? I know you work for investors group, but you're kind of independent. Absolutely. In your course, you don't have someone looking over your shoulders saying, hey, you're behind. So how do you get yourself motivated each day? You know, it's it's extremely difficult. Because mm-hmm. we're pulled, as you know, we're pulled in all sorts of different directions. Yeah. Whether it's client meetings client administration work. I don't have an assistant yet, so it's all on me. Mm-hmm. It's studying. It's trying to create my social media presence. It's keeping my brand and my marketing up and running, um, as, as well as trying to just have a life with my friends and right. family. Um, so for me, being a self-motivator has always just been in my blood. I've always been an only child. I've had to just entertain myself. Mm-hmm. So I am a scheduler. My poor boyfriend, he laughs at me because I'm like, hey, babe, we're doing a long-distance relationship. And he's, I'm like, hey, we got to book our flights now. He's like, that's three months from now. I'm like, 
we got to book our flights now. Right. we got to get on this. Because you want to see that on the schedule. It has to be on yeah. the schedule because I usually book months in advance. And I want to know, okay, these are my study days. These are my free days. These are the days with clients. These are the days I have to focus on my social media. It's all just a balancing act. Mm-hmm. But there's something in me that just loves it. Right. It's organized chaos. And that's just the best. <laughs> right. That's great. <laughs> So scheduling is basically the answer. Just scheduling. Put, if you have something that you think of, you need to do it, yeah. put it on the calendar. Yes. And stick to it. Stick to it and pre-plan. I sit down specifically with my clients and my social media and my studying, and I create that schedule so that I know my social media batching is done. I know exactly what I'm going to post on what day so that when that day comes, it's in my calendar, half an hour for this, and it's mm-hmm. done. Right. Have you heard of Buffer? No. So Buffer costs, I think it's 10 US dollars a month, so about $13. And you can spend two hours, say, on a Monday morning scheduling all of your social media posts for the next month or two months or whatever you want to do. So that's what we do. Oh. My assistant does that. And um, if you come across an article and you're like, oh, I want to share that, you put it into what's called the hopper. So let's say you're you're full until next Thursday at 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. And that will schedule itself for next Thursday at 2 p.m. And, it, and you decide, like, do you want to post twice a day, three times a day, once a day, twice a week? You set the schedule and then every article you throw in there, it buffers it. That's why it's called Buffer. Did you just change my life? (laughs) (laughs) To me, it's a great time-saving tool because before that, I used to go, oh, crap, I've got to post some stuff. I forgot. And sometimes three, four, six days goes by. But with Buffer, two, three times a day, and it happens. So, And it covers all your social media so linkedin facebook instagram whatever you want i'm gonna have to look into that that sounds right. incredible okay i'll text you the, the Please link do. so tell us a bit about um your tell us something personal tell us about a, a setback or a failure you've had in your life and what you've learned from it great question um Being an only child, growing up with a single parent, I've always had to just work incredibly hard for everything. Mm -hmm. Nothing's really come easy, but I'm so grateful for that because I think that's given me my work ethic. There's been tons of bumps along the road, and I've had to learn some hard lessons, Mm -hmm. Um, specifically when the people that you're supposed to trust and look up to have a different agenda than you altogether. Yeah. So it's been difficult to be discouraged. However, I've tried to learn from that to believe in myself and trust myself and trust that I know what I want and that I work hard enough to learn the skills to make myself good at what I want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably been the most important thing I've learned over the years, especially when doors are being closed. I'm looking for that window or door to be opened. Um, I try not to look at anything as a failure or a setback because it's right. just an opportunity right. to learn and grow. And I know that sounds cheesy, but it's so true. <laughs> it um, is true. It's very true. And I don't ever want to hold anger or, or or anything like that towards anyone because it's just like, yeah, I'll just prove you're wrong. No problem. Right. Thanks for not believing in me. Now you've given me extra motivation. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's really excellent. So taking anything that might otherwise be perceived as negative as fuel to step up and, and, you know, I think there's, I try to motivate myself with positivity and even negativity sometimes. So if I'm thinking of someone or if I'm feeling discouraged or a bit lazy, um, I'll try to think of positive things first, but sometimes I'll even think of someone who said to me, you're never going to succeed you, you won't be able to do this. And I'll just jump up and say, you son of a bitch, I'm going to prove you wrong. <laughs> right? Exactly. And that, that can feel you too. Like we don't want to dwell on negativity sometimes, but if we can kind of transform that into, you know, fuel oh, to, yes. to get us. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. There are definitely one or two people that are going to be getting the picture of my certified financial planning designation in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. So, you do um, networking. Yes. Tell us, I don't know much about what you do as far as networking. So tell us about that. So I have a little story to go along with that. So most people wouldn't believe this about me, especially meeting me now, but I used to be incredibly shy mm. and incredibly introverted. And mm. I still am. I still love being alone and just that's my quiet time. But I hated speaking in front of crowds and networking in general. I remember this time in college, I had to give a speech. It was part of a presentation. And I got so worked up. I was red. I was sweating. I wanted to throw up. (laughs) I ended up speaking so quickly that the professor made me slow down a few times. Right. Which just prolonged the agony that I had (laughs) in front of my college class. Um, And I finished it. Ran out of there and ended up throwing up. And I learned from that because it was so traumatic. I was like, no, I'm never going to do this. I vowed, kind of like Scarlett O'Hara did in Gone with the Wind, I'm never going to feel this way again. Mm -hmm. Um, And it took me years. It took me a lot of practice to first start in client meetings and then in staff meetings. And then slowly, as I got more involved with the community, um, speaking up. Mm -hmm. And then... Kind of one day I just realized, wow, yeah, I have no fear. I can host a seminar. I can speak in front of a group of people and it feels good. The Mm. awkwardness is out of it. But then I started going to a lot of networking events in Kelowna (laughs) and realizing, wow, there are a lot of people that don't talk to each other. We stand in our own groups and we we say we go and we're a networker, but we're not networking. Mm And I also didn't know where to find out where all these amazing networking events were happening. So I started Okanagan Networking back in June. Um, It's growing pretty steadily, and and I'm pretty impressed with it. Mm -hmm. It basically just allows people to know what events are happening, who they're tailored for, where they are, how much they are, and why you should go. Mm -hmm. And it's picking up a little steam. I've also included now networking tips. So that we're a lot less awkward when we're actually nice. going out. So it's like blog articles? Right now it's just Instagram and Facebook. Instagram. So um, just like quick tips. Here's a networking event and here's a couple of tips. Yes, exactly nice. that. I like that. Um, I love it. Eventually I would love to write a blog about it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to test out the tips and test the public's reaction to this. So far it's been positive, 
but I want to be able to walk into a networking event in Kelowna in five years from now, mm -hmm. and everybody's talking to each other, and no one is feeling awkward. Right. That's awesome. So how do we find that? You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at yeah. Okanagan Networking. Luke Mankus is a realtor with Remax Kelowna. He loves what he does. We asked Luke if he had any regrets about moving here in 2011, and he always says, yeah, one regret, and that is he didn't move here sooner. When Luke came here, he didn't know anyone. He didn't know the neighborhoods or anything or anyone besides his daughter, who was six years old at the time. So he knows what it's like. Now, he's an expert and has helped well over 100 single people, couples, families, and investors with their real estate needs in the Okanagan. If you're new to our beautiful city, Luke can help you get connected with great lawyers, dentists, carpenters, landscapers, swimming pool installers, you name it. And whether you're new to Kelowna or not, Luke knows real estate. He can help you find a great property, negotiate a good deal, and hold your hand all the way through the process until the day you get your shiny new set of keys. Luke is known as a no-pressure kind of guy. He's had clients where it took even a year or more to get them into a property. He just doesn't believe in rushing things. On the other hand, when you decide it's time to act, he's diligent, and he'll work day and night until the job is done. Give Luke Make Us a call or a text message at any time, 778-215-4273. Again, that's 778-215-4273, 778-215-4273 to chat with Luke about real estate. So what about our community and giving back? Oh, one of my favorite subjects. I love this city. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love how many people are dedicated to giving back. It's, yes, it's incredible. It is. Um, growing up, we could never, we didn't have a lot of money, so I could never donate. So my mom taught me, if you can't give money, give your time. Mm -hmm. And I've always remembered that. So I started off with a few things through my old employers, just giving back that way, raising funds within the branch level. But then going private, I, I joined um, the Kelowna, Kelowna Chamber of Commerce Ambassador Program. Nice. I've been on it for a little over a year and a half. And it's a great way to not only I'm vice chair now, so I get to sit in on every meeting, take the minutes, um, learn about what my other ambassadors are doing. And then we get to deliver goodie bags to all the new local businesses that join the chamber. Right. You get to learn about their stories and why they're getting involved. Um, and then, of course, the socials, which are really fun. But that wasn't quite giving me what I needed. <laughs> so I am joining Gen Next. I've been a committee member, I want to say since the beginning of the year, and it's wonderful. It's a group of local young professionals mm -hmm. who come together. We hold a social um, every month. We take the summers off, but usually every month. Mm -hmm. And we teach other local professionals, however, we're not age discrimination. Everyone can come out about the amazing charities that are in the Kelowna area and what they do. Right. We had an amazing one earlier in the spring about youth homelessness and learning about the charity event or charity groups that take that on. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. So how many years now you've been a financial planner? Not a financial planner yet. Not yet. Just a financial advisor. Um, but I've been in the industry for over a decade. Over a decade, yeah. Yeah. With the credit union and how long with Investors Group now? 
Almost a year. Almost a year. So, so. you clearly love what you do. I do. Tell us what you <laughs> love about it. Oh, I'm so glad you asked me that because I, I get to share a little glimpse of this with my clients, but I never just get to do a spiel about it. Um, I've always been fascinated with money. I actually just learned that my grandfather, before he passed, would read me the financial section. Mm. And I never knew that. How old were you? Oh, I was five when he passed. So probably from when I was a baby to five, he would every morning come out, make me my porridge, and he would read me the financial section. That's amazing. It was. I never knew that. So I always was like, why do I love money? Like, <laughs> why do I have a fascination with personal finance and helping people learn about it and set goals and, and dreams and actually achieve them. So that was kind of an interesting piece to find out. Um, but that's exactly it. I worked my way up from being a teller. I've literally been almost every position you can think of that is within the banking world. And now I get to sit down with my clients learn about them, mm -hmm. learn what makes them tick, what they hate about money, what they love about money, why they procrastinate with putting a plan on paper and following it. Mm -hmm. I'm so fascinated with that. Um, for me, there's nothing better than meeting a client, a couple or a person, an individual, and five years later or six years later, seeing the progress that they have and seeing how they've changed and how their life has changed. Wow. It's incredible. Yeah, that's yes. nice. And kudos to your grandfather, too. Yeah. That is really great. I do the same with my daughters. Oh, I love and, that. Uh, I, <laughs> so I was living uh, between the Cayman Islands and Edmonton when my daughter was like two years old. So I would fly back and forth and I would go buy parts for my property in Cayman at the Home Depot in Edmonton. <laughs> And I didn't know how to talk to a child. Like, I never really liked kids at all until, <laughs> until I had my own. And so I'd be walking down the aisles, and I'd say, these are hinges. And hinges open doors, and here's how hinges work. And I would just be talking all the time, you know. And she's really interested now in uh, construction and design and things like that. And I would talk to her about money, too, because I really... Um, kind of resented my dad he really didn't teach me anything until he was dying yeah. and I was in my 20s already and I had to figure out a whole bunch of stuff yeah. uh, and in some cases too late you know so I vowed that if I ever have children I'm going to teach them since they're tiny all about money yeah I love and that I think it's like a language you know like Thanks. we don't uh, with babies we don't sit them down and say okay now you're going to take a grammar test right? They learn just from hearing it continuously. And I think money is a language. And I think that obviously really benefited you. It, it did. I didn't even realize that it was going to, but it has. And that's part of why I, I'm so dedicated to personal finance, it's mm -hmm. specifically on my social media, because I'm on a personal mission to make a personal finance sexy again. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> I want people to be interested. I want the conversations to be happening because they're still not. Right. People don't talk to other people about not so much money problems, um, but about 
just anything, planning. It's all, oh, I got a guy, I did this, I did that. But no one really sets them up to talk to that person. Right. And I get it. Money is a huge stressor. Money is very stressful, especially when you don't think you're making enough. Mm -hmm. Um, I know the number one thing that people tell me is, no, what's your minimum? Like, what do I have to have for you to be my person? Like, nothing. Let's just have a conversation. Right. Let me work with you so that you can build up your net worth and, and your savings and make sure you have that plan in place and then the insurance to protect that plan. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want the conversations to be started and to be had. Very nice. So tell us about your ideal client. What's the type of person that you love to work with? So I have a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the, the young professionals who may or may not have a young family or may or may not be married yet. I just want to get in front of them and get them started early because I wish that someone had sat me down at 20. Mm-hmm. I'm 31 now, and I just wish that I'd be so far better off than right. now. <laughs> you and me both. Yep. So I want to get them young, and I want to get them thinking about it. Um, I love working with young families and showing them how insurance is important, how paying off your mortgage is important, mm-hmm. keeping debt levels under a certain level is also important. Definitely. I find that I have a underwriting background as well through the banks and I find that people don't understand their credit rating and what affects that as well mm-hmm. and then they, they just get overwhelmed and they don't know how to start saving or what they should save or what product they should save mm-hmm. um, or how much insurance they need to have so I love working with, with young professionals mm-hmm. but then the other group that I absolutely adore is anyone pre-retirement so mm-hmm. 45 to 65 who are thinking of retiring mm-hmm. Please don't retire before talking to a professional about your retirement plan. Right. (laughs) Because you need to know, okay, do you have enough to save? What is it like to possibly talk about your CPP and OAS and what effects that will have on your income and what happens in your 60s and 70s? Um, I love talking to them because they are like, do you mean I can retire comfortably? Mm-hmm. Heck, yes, you can. Let's get the plan in place to do that for you. Right. It's it's really exciting. As you can tell, I'm smiling from ear to ear right <laughs> Yes, <now>. you are. <laughs> uh, so those happen to be my two ideal clientels. But honestly, anyone that is just willing to sit down with me and have a conversation, I'm all over. <laughs> awesome. That's great. So... Heather, who would you like to nominate to come on the show? I would love to nominate. I actually have three people. Great. Um, Ashley Phillips. Uh, she's an amazing counselor here in town. Um, she's also not from here. <laughs> Great. And what? so what kind of counseling does she do? I'm going to let her answer that. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll let her answer that. But she's amazing. As long as we can find her. Yes, you great. will. I'll make okay. sure you can. Okay. Um, Amanda Zayas. And how do you spell Amanda's uh, Her last, last name? name is Z-A-I-S. She'll probably kill me if I pronounce that wrong, but okay. I'm sorry. No problem. Um, she is an amazing local tax professional. Uh, this girl is incredible. Um, Great. And then I have two of my amazing friends, Cassandra McFarland and Allison Staten. They run the vegan market. Um, they're a package deal. They are amazing. And what what do they do? They brought the vegan market to Kelowna. Vegan market. Yeah, nice. it's called um, oh, Earth to Table <laughs> Vegan Market. Nice. So is that like a farmer's market? What is that? Yes, 
it happens four times a year. The next one's November 4th. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I love what they do. It's, it's blown up and it's so incredible. I'm not vegan myself, but I do like to have the options and incorporate that. Definitely. So they're just incredible. Yeah, one great thing about vegan food is um, they've got to be really conscientious to make sure that there's enough nutrients in their diet. And so it's usually amazing and delicious and, and really healthy, too. Oh, absolutely. So, so vegan food is awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's great. So, Heather, how do we reach you if we want some financial advice? Yes, please do. All right. <laughs> um, you can reach me a few different uh, spots. My email address is heather.mccall, M-C-C-O-L-L, at investorsgroup.com. Okay. Um, you can also find me through Facebook at H McCall, H-M-C-C-O-L-L, at Investors Group. Okay. Um, and you can also reach me at 250 3329 extension 5278. Perfect. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show today. Thank it's you been, for having uh, me. Great getting to know you. Thank you. This has been really fun. Great.